Kansas edition. I am Nick Mara, your host. Uh, obviously, we've got Matt along with us, uh, Matt Mara, my brother, and then a very, very, very special guest all the way from literally across the pond, uh, Matt Danson. I said the name, the last name wrong multiple times last week. It's uh, Danson like, like um, Ted Danson. Um, so uh, very excited about today's guest and uh, excited to talk a lot about Kansas. So Matt, uh, how, Matt Danson, how has your day been so far? And uh, to, uh, what, what time is it in Australia? These are the things we need to know. Yeah, it's uh, smack bang in the middle of the middle of the day. So it's a nice, nice time, uh, one o'clock in the hour. Um, my day has been interesting um, in terms of, you know, feeling a bit uh, under the weather. Uh, I'd like to use that as an excuse for, you know, qualifying dead last, but um, I don't think the, it hadn't quite crept in at that stage. So I've got, I've got no excuse for that, but uh, yeah, yeah day's been okay. Yeah. Well, uh, well, that's great. We're going to talk about that here in just a second because you were in Amara territory at the start of the race in Kansas. It was very much a surprise. You know, Matt and I, we had about two minutes left in qualifying and we were, uh, we were a little concerned that you weren't going to make the race and then what were we going to do for today? So um, I guess before we really talk about, um, we're going to go into all of our races, but let's talk about what happened in qualifying because it was a shock to us all. Yeah, so uh, you know, I've been trying to dabble into the um, the whole like streaming, you know, vibe, um, and I use VR, which uh, is the same for you, Matt, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, so what I just that? recently uh, G two. Nice, yes, yes, yes. G two. Same nice. as you. Love it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I had an Oculus um, up until I think like two weeks ago. Um, and I'd only just got it sort of worked out to have all my overlays and different things working within that. And then if, you know, once I got that figured out, then I decided let's just completely change everything and start from scratch um, just to complicate it for myself, I guess. But uh, so, you know, I, I found like trying to stream with that can sometimes be problematic if I want to be able to see the, the chat and whatever. So I spent, I think I woke up 10 minutes before Quali and, um, and I spent that 10 minutes just trying to get the, the stream working basically. And, um, and it, it wasn't working. I was like, okay, I've got to do a, qu a quick reboot. So I, um, I restarted, got into the, um, into the server and, you know, quality had already started. So I was like, okay, cool. Let's just get there and put a lap down. And, um, because I hadn't, I didn't switch off my wheel before, you know, doing the reboot and then, you know, come back in. So it was all still there. So I guess it had like uncalibrated in the meantime, because as soon as I was on the apron, like coming out of the pits, um, I had no, feeling in the wheel at all so it just felt like you know it was turned off basically but it was turning for every like you know turn that i was doing the the sim was doing like two or three turns like so it was like massively overcompensating and no force feedback and yeah it just it felt horrible so i was just driving around there it felt like i was doing like three-quarter throttle the whole lap and i saw my lap tie the first lap time i did was a 32 i was like a second off <laughs> And then um, I was I was very worried. And then the next one, I I thought, geez, if I could just even just get like 39th or something, mm -hmm. um, to at least get in the field, because I didn't know how many people were in the server. And uh, yeah, I saw myself sitting. I think at first I was 41st, and then someone else did a lap, bumped me to bumped me to 42nd, and I just was watching that the whole time, just you know, just like oh no, because um, you yeah, came in with a power statement, so you know you had said, you know, when we when I reached out to you earlier in the day, you had said, you know what, 
I know you guys had the winner on last week. Maybe you guys were have, hoping to have the winner on this week. You know, we're I'll, I'll win the race. So you guys won't have to worry yeah. about inviting me on <laughs> before the race. And you almost missed the race. So yeah. I, I told Nick yeah. that, that to us. I was like, it's hilarious because that would that would be quite the story. I don't know what we would have to talk about if you would have missed the race. So well, yeah. technically it already, it already it already happened at Daytona, and that was enough of yes. a story. Didn't have it happen again. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well. I could only imagine what that looked like. Did you have an oh shit moment? Because Matt and I did for about two minutes. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, for about two minutes straight, I had yeah. oh shit moments. Um, <laughs> but I, I was, I was, yeah, I just was looking at like, oh my god, this is this is classic. This will be funny. But um, yeah, I was lucky enough because I, I apparently like so Dylan was saying that um, our field is forty three because I, I thought forty two was the cut. Um, yeah. But uh, so I guess I had a little bit more wiggle room than I thought. Um, but yeah, when I, when I jumped out of the car, cause I you know, recalibrated the wheel, got that all sorted. And then, um, you know, was looking at the, at the, the, the timing results. And I saw there was two people that hadn't done lap times yet. And, um, I was just hoping one of them had, you know, yeah, not done it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, it happens to us all, but <laughs> yeah, so Matt, Matt, you're obviously very intent on streaming. I guess you went through all that effort, right? Do you want to share with our, our few viewers here how they can follow you on twitch you're so dedicated yeah. to the streamer i'm sure we want you know want to watch you exactly um yeah so matt danson 30 um pretty much on on every social media channel but same for twitch um i don't you know i don't get that many viewers at the moment i get a, got a loyal two or three which is exciting um but uh yeah we're, we're slowly building i've only really sort of started doing it sporadically um you know recently so yeah, if you want to come and uh, laugh at me, uh, not qualify for races, then you know by all means come down and, and check that out. Good well, I'm actually I'm thinking it's a little ironic that your handle is Matt Danson. Was it under? There may have been an underscore thirty in there, and you you kind of knocked the thirty car out of the field. So yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So well, uh, that's enough drama to start the race. You know, at the at the very least, um, Danson, you. Um, I'm sure you had a lot of fun while working way through the field, and we'll talk about that in a moment, but we've got to talk about um, some worse races first. So uh, <laughs> we'll start with uh, we'll start with Matt, and i got to tell you, from the Mar Motorsports Discord, uh, it seemed like a frustrating one on your end, um, basically from the first lap. So why don't you talk us a little, uh, talk us through a little bit how your, about how your race went. Yeah, usually the way our Mar Motorsports Discord goes is, you know, we're taking the pace laps, and I, I try to do a little bit of pet talk. You know, 134 laps here, at Kansas. Don't get into the wall, or it's going to be a long day. You told me earlier in the week, you know, hey, you get any damage, it's going to be really tough. And so, you know, I emphasize, you know, be patient, uh, be careful. If you got to let some guys go on the start, let them go. Uh, lap one, going into three and four, uh, I went in high, and the car just had no grip. Uh, and I had a really hard time doing anything but going on the bottom in three and four on fresh tires. And I lost it. And thankfully, Stanford lost it, uh, you know, three or four cars behind me. Rewatched the broadcast. They didn't really catch me, even though I bottled up the entire field. And I was like, Phew. if Race Spot TV didn't catch it, it didn't happen. So, <laughs> it did catch um, it. They did catch it. <laughs> yeah, they were now, less emphasized. Real yeah. quick. Okay. And real quick, before you, you continue to race, Matt, you were obviously in 40 seconds yeah. just for the first part. How close was it? Because they were, they, uh, Matt, uh, Mara uh, hit the wall in front of me and Stanford was behind me and almost ran in the back of me before slamming into the wall. So 
Uh, it was a scary first lap, and I knew that was going to happen at some point in the field. But being in forty yeah. second, you must have seen that, if not more. Yeah, I was I was right within it. Uh, I was doing the the you know obstacle course, trying to find my way through because um, I, I you know there were cars that had, had spun down or, or or evaded down onto the apron that were trying to like rejoin before the before yeah. the grass and that sort of thing. And um, yeah, I, I was still coming down from only just making the field, and then uh, and then immediately we've got we've got you know cars pinballing around everywhere. So yeah, I was right within it, but found my way through, which was lucky. Didn't get any damage and. Um, yeah, it certainly was a was a pucker moment. That's for sure. My yeah. my butt was very very. <laughs> well, that's that's a really great term. We're gonna have to start using that every time on our Discord, Matt. But um, that's two of us. That's two of us that made it through. Uh, clean, really, all three, Matt, uh, Mara. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got a little bit of damage. Of course, you're like, don't make this worse. You're making it three wide while I'm barely hanging on to the car. I scraped the wall a little bit, and I was like, okay, well. Reset only lost one position because the Highline got going really well on the restart there. And, uh, you know, get back at it, get into a groove, gain a couple spots. And, of course, I swear to God, Hugo's so good. He knows before I do when something bad's going to happen. They're watching me for a couple laps. And sure enough, I'm making a move. I was faster than than Shane Parrish, and I made a move on the inside. And I I didn't do my first practice at the track. I made the mistake thinking all one and a half milers are the same. Didn't make any practice until the practice session 30 minutes before the race because I've done a lot of racing in Kansas. Car was way looser than I thought. So I get the run on the bottom and I, I move up the track and it just, I must have misjudged it. I want to blame Aerotite because he was right on my, my ass there and say I just got tight off the turn and take it right into the wall. And the three of us, I think it was him, myself, and so uh went through the grass one of maybe five times I went through the grass during the day. Thank God the other ones were not captured. Um, and I didn't realize it at the time, but I had quite a bit of damage after that. And it just really led to a pretty rough day. Um, you know, came back out. I think we got some cautions. Um, and then we eventually, I got to a point where I, you know, later in one of the longer green flag runs about mid race, um, you know, we had gone maybe 30 laps on their green, and I was like, well, I'm getting lapped. Let's pit. Try something different. It must have been like lap 45 or 50. And um, I go to pit, and I have legit turned down all the settings in pit road because I have such a hard time, um, and I don't know what it is. And I didn't think I had this with the Oculus Rift, but with the, the G2, for some reason, especially this season – had a really hard time seeing where my pit box is. And so I go in the pit road under green, had just gone a lap down. Um, and my, my guy, my, my pit stop flag shows up like a stop before I get there. And I missed it the third time this year. And I know I'm not crazy. Third time this year, I've missed <laughs> my twice under green. I'm laughing because yeah, I, 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 I was listening to all of this on the Discord. Yeah. You have a chance when you're one lap down to get back in the race, right? You get a caution, then you race for the lucky dog, right? Um, you know, I, this this instantly meant I'm going to have to pit again, right? And I'm, uh, you know, I'm slow. I'd already gone through the grass, I think, in this run. And um, I needed new tires on a car. I just was embarrassing myself. So, I go around again and I slow down and I'm pitting the next lap and the caution comes out and I'm like, but I've already committed. Right. So I'm like a second away from pitting. I'm like, I'm not going to take the evasive move. 
I've already royally embarrassed myself at pit road entry at Richmond. I'm not going to do that again. Just, just go through pit road. And so I ended up going two laps down. And at that point it's like, you know, some other cars have gone a lap down and it was like, I'm fucked right at that point. Um, eventually I get put in the lucky dog position because a bunch of cars that had pitted that round took the wave around. I think Steve Durham was the only other car that was one lap down. Um, and he ended up pitting because he tried to catch a quick caution. And then I got a couple of lucky dogs and I was like, okay. And this whole time I'm running 38, 39th and I'm just like, this is brutal. You don't want to do this. Nobody wants to do this. Uh, get back on the lead lap. And even with all the damage, work my way up to 28th. Um, and I was kind of disappointed with my speed a little bit. Um, but at the same time, looking at how much damage I had, uh, on the, the, the lap 10 accident, I'm surprised I did what I did. Uh, makes me feel a little bit better that maybe I just wasn't really slow, but it also feels like an opportunity to kind of slip through the, the cracks because there were a lot of people who had issues and that's, um, you know, those of us with maybe a little less talent is if you don't make mistakes, you can get guys like that. And you know, typically people with less talent make more mistakes. And unfortunately that's what, what hit me there, uh, at Kansas. Well, that was, uh, it was an interesting game. Sorry that I feel like I laughed half the time, but again, I just listening, like I listening to it on the discord. It was just like the pain meme that you've seen a million times. Like that's what I was hearing, um, the whole time. And I just felt, I felt bad. I felt really bad. So, um, because my day was a lot cleaner. I got to say, first of all, I watched a hundred and well, I went through, uh, skipped through, but watched probably half the race, went through the rest to see if I was on TV, uh, was not shown. I don't think at all. So Dylan, Evan, I'm not that bad. Show me once or twice. I, 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 I had a good run. Uh, like I think they showed when they talked about 15th, they were like, wow, he finished 15th. Um, but yeah, I think, um, from, from my race's standpoint, um, it was a lot calmer. You know, the thing that I didn't have, I don't know why, um, I could not hear any of the race chat. So I was worried about a green flag pit stop. And if that happened, I wasn't going to be able to tell anyone that I was pitting. Um, so, you know, luckily that we didn't have any green flag pit stops. If we did, it could have been a little sketchy, but, um, yeah, obviously that, you know, for me started 28th, I, I don't, I thought I was going to qualify better. Um, I don't know what happened. It just wasn't great, but you know, going through that, that first lap we talked about was kind of a mess, but from there, honestly, like I was pretty fast. I was pretty happy. So, um, race a lot of guys, you know, I think we got to that, that caution, uh, that you were talking about, Matt, around like lap 45, right when pit stop started. And, and Matt Danson, you had not passed me yet. So that was kind of a miracle. Uh, I think I was right around, yeah, and I take that as a win. Uh, I was right around 20th. The battle for 20th is the most intense battle on the racetrack. And Matt, you may have seen that when you were when you were driving through us all, but like, oh my goodness, yep. it was just every lap, just like, get off me. Ross Cato, stop battling <laughs> me. We're both not that fast. Uh, yeah. uh, William Schmidt, who I raced a lot. I actually had a really fun late race battle with William, but Jesus Christ, I think we were tied together for like 80 laps, but, uh, it was, uh, you know, for me, I started like slowly working my way up. I got up to, on the last restart, I was in 14th, um, when a few guys had pitted and I, you know, on the long runs, my, my, my skill is the long run, a skill, uh, but my decent, my, I'm better on the long runs than a short run. So, you know, we saw those cars getting, uh, swiped into the grass consistently and the caution yeah. not coming. And we, we'll, we should talk about that. We should revisit this later. But the, the car's coming. If the caution's coming out, that usually doesn't help me. So we saw a lot more green flag running than maybe we should have. Um, and for me, you know, I ran top 20. 
um, that last restart, I restarted 14th. I started restarted on the outside and, and, um, was three wide, got, got three wide in multiple times. Um, after Matt, after dance and after you got up to the front, that last restart was <laughs> really intense. I bounced off some guys, um, in the middle of a three wide, uh, uh, nobody wrecked, thank God. Um, so it wasn't shown on camera, but I, I think I felt back from 14th to 21st and I was like, shit. I had, like, if I got a good restart, I was going to be fast enough after 30 laps where a top 10 was going to be possible. Um, but I uh, then I battled William Schmidt for, like, 10 laps in the Battle of the Century. Um, just, I think we crossed each other over, like, five laps in a row every single turn. It was just insane. Um, I was a little pissed at him at the time because I was like, just let off the gas and then I'll drive away from you, I promise. Um, <laughs> and, you know, which I ended up doing at some point. Um, but... Um, you know, at the end, it's funny, we had Sean, we had Sean Castro, uh, Castro on last week. And um, he was the guy I battled for 15th, you know, and, and, and uh, dancing for us, top 15 is essentially a win. So I, I get up to set, I'm in 17th with like 10 to go. And I, I pass some, I think it was William, I finally got by him. And I was like, I can see they're battling for 14th up there. And, and one of them, and Sean was slower on the long, on the long runs. I saw that a couple times in the race. And uh, he had fresh tires, but I was keeping my tires well. So I saw him coming back and, you know, he talked to us last week about how aggressive he is and he doesn't give any room. And I think we joked about how I'm going to be nicer. And then of course, with two laps to go, we're battling and we're side by side. And I'm like, just please, please, we were, you were on our podcast. Please just be nice. It means more to me. Please let me go. I promise uh, I will. I'll send you a DM thanking you. I don't care. He didn't let me go. I just passed him because of my skill. But straight um, up, <laughs> exactly. I got by him coming to the white flag, and um, I, Matt, I, my Discord had, had had issues again for the third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, yeah, got fifteenth. I think um, had I had had I had had a better last restart, I think you know eleventh or twelfth was very realistic. I, I think that I was fast enough for that, like legitimate speed, which I, I had. You know, for me. Had it at Richmond a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I, I was going to say, you say top 15 is a win. Yeah. And you look at the Mara Motorsports team, we've had top 15s in three of the last four races uh, going back to Bristol Dirt. Uh, the only the exception being the restrictor play race at Talladega, which you kind of think it's the opposite. So yeah. we're, we're, we're not embarrassing ourselves, I promise. No. Hey, I was running in the top 10 when uh, – when that wreck happened mid race. So, um, I, I was really, I was really happy. It's, you know, it was really, uh, to me, you know, I think, uh, the, the, the talented drivers maybe complain about the package a little bit just because it kind of keeps us a little bit closer, um, with the 550. but I, that was the most fun that I think I've had on a, on a 550. just because it was, you could, there was a lot of different lines. You can, you could actually pass, you know, you weren't stuck behind somebody. So that felt I, from what I saw in the race replay, it looked like there was a lot of good battles. For me, there definitely was middle to pack the whole race. I, I enjoyed it. It was it was a lot of fun. So since we started doing this podcast, I've run a lot better. So I'm gonna hang my head on that. There must there must be something to it. So a yeah, lot I think, of learning. I think um, after lap ten, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, running in fortieth, I really don't want to do the podcast this week. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I was like, that. I really do want to do the podcast. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so um, you know, with that, uh Mar Motorsports were done. Average day. I was happy with the finish. Um, cool. And then Matt, you know, your day was uh, dancing. Your day was, I mean, it had to be interesting. It had to be a little bit different. So we talked about that first lap. Walk us through 
um, you know, how thrilled you were to just blow by me on that one restart and then uh, really how your, your day went because you passed a lot of cars. Yeah, that uh, that was like the second restart, wasn't it? Like the, after that lap 40, 50 area? Yeah, That's yeah, you, were seven, you were 17th, I was 18th, and then you were out of view like three laps later. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I I think on that restart I got to like seventh or something. Yeah. I, I watched I watched um the broadcast with uh with Sam and, and a few other people yesterday. And um oh. I mean Nick, you mentioned that you don't get any airtime. I, I'm looking at myself coming up the coming up the ticker. And it's like plus thirty, plus thirty-five, and I'm like, I haven't even got a mention yet. Like the <laughs> the superstar is just coming through the field, and hasn't got anything. From four yeah, exactly. Come to on. The top 10. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to show they just, could have just had one as a corner uh, picture and picture, yeah. one on you, right? Yeah. Exactly. They should have had that. That would have been insane. But I, I think maybe Evan might be mad at me because he's, um, you know, because I won and he has to send the trophy all the way to uh, you know Australia. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm putting cost, him out of pocket. Shipping costs, Matt. Can you imagine? Yeah. That's like a whole week's salary of iRacing. <laughs> Exactly. So, he so he's, he put, he's put me on the outer for a little while. I gotta yeah. work, work my way <laughs> back. Okay. He's got books. the money from Marcus uh Marcus Lamonis now. Exactly, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um but yeah, so the race was interesting. I, I um I haven't raced the that package uh, on a mile and a half since the RSR race at um what was it, Vegas? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah which yeah. was back in March, I think. Several months ago, uh, yeah. Yeah, because everything everything else that I've been driving is either, um, you know, either the truck for Road to Pro. Uh, I've been doing a lot of, um, you know, road racing with uh, with Altus. You know, our team they they're very much like heavily involved in you know the GTs and Vans supercars and things like that. So um, I've been you know sort of dipping my toes in that, and uh, I feel like I kind of forgot how to drive mile and a half. So the first part of the race for me, that first run, I um. I had no idea what I was doing for the, for most of it, and I was like looking at the at, at my lap times versus the leaders, and, and you know one lap I'd be, you know, on pace, and the next lap I'd be a tenth and a half off. So, um, I remember at one point uh, Dylan Coyle, uh, he he said something like, "Oh, that was that was some great racing, Matt." And and meanwhile, like he was having fun. Meanwhile, I was there like fuming that I was even you know like struggling back in what thirty fifth or something at the time. <laughs> Um, that's and, what you dream. You know, that's we, we what got you dream of. You, and, up, you wake up for the race, and you're like, "I'm yeah. gonna race Dylan Coyle real hard and have a real good battle." <laughs> we're all we're all blessed with your, when you when you guys when you guys have your issues and you're in the back and Everhart's racing with us. We're like, "Wow, look at this guy! What happened to him?" Yeah. Sorry, like, "Wow, we're so <laughs> blessed." You're so, being laughed. So Usually first off, laughing. Dylan did message me after the race. Said good race. We did have a good race at the end there for twenty eighth, and so I and I yeah. enjoy racing Dylan. I love Dylan. He's awesome. Um, but um, Matt, can you talk a little bit about you're not in the back often. You have started in the back a few times. Well, how how is the race different in the back with with the Mara Motorsports and and the others? You know, what how is that different than kind of the the way you're racing up front? Um, have you guys seen the original Toy Story? Of course. You know when the when when um when there's, there's like a toy that goes into Sid's room, like that 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 bad kid, and then all the broken toys come out and collect it and drag it in. That's that's what it's like. <laughs> um, broken toys from Toy Story. That's a really great. That's a really good analogy. That's a really good analogy. They're nice no, and nasty in the back. That's <laughs> 
Exactly. Yeah, we literally getting laughed in 20 laps. It's because we won't stop racing each other. <laughs> exactly. 100%. No, I think it's just um, – I, I don't think it's fundamentally different. It's uh, it's just, yeah, I, 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 there's, there's no quarter – there's no quarter given, that's for sure. Like you know, everyone yeah. is is going for everything, and sometimes it's it's to the detriment, I would say, of yeah. of their race. Like even for me, like starting way back, um, I was not trying to do big moves at the start because I was like, well, if this goes green and we go for a while, then I'll just cruise. like it's much yeah. easier to pass later. But if you've got fresh tires, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that is probably the 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 difference is that the guys in the front will. Uh, you know, like your Andrew and and Daniel and that sort of thing, um, will tend to have a bit more of a uh, broader um, outlook on how the race is going to unfold. Whereas, um, you know, the people at the back that are, that you know really want every position, they're racing for that lap and that that lap alone. Um, so that's probably the 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 biggest difference. Um, it might be a little bit all- of a surprise, but I feel like I probably race like that. But I'm also, I swear, I'm trying to save tires. Oh, yeah. it just doesn't work. <laughs> well, I gotta say, for me, for me, it was nice because I think this was the first race um, where I was actually able to, especially like after lap one, we had that single pile restart, yeah. and I got a gap, and I was like, I'm just gonna sit here and not yeah. run the tires off. And I got, you know what? That was the nicest feeling I think I felt in, uh, you know, ten RSR races. The most relaxed <laughs> I think I've ever felt. Um, I, we need to get to the front that way. Um, it just seems a little more calm out there, but, and you got there, you, you got there and you finished. I, I, I don't have it pulled up in front of me now, but I think it was like sixth or seventh. Somewhere it was, yes. Sixth. Unfortunately, Sam, um, Sam stopped me from getting fifth. Uh, that last restart. Well, actually the, so there was, I think it was the second last restart. I got the classic Jeff Gordon, you know, restart. I gave away like two yeah. or three rows. Yeah. On the uh, on the green, yeah. Um, every he's my idol. So yeah, I, 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 I must listen last week yeah. because Nick had mentioned that he is the Jeff Gordon. Yeah, restart. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, my fellow. So I was trying to out out Gordon you. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I, 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 I lost seven spots, Matt, on that restart. So I out Gordon you. Yeah, we were both just going backwards. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so so that one wasn't so good. And then the the very last restart, I just was too. Um, too conservative. I, I feel like that, um, you know, what we had at that track, uh, you could actually go a little bit more aggressive at the start because the track position was super important. And then you could, even if you had a bit of a disparity in, in the tires, you could, you could hold someone off um, for a while. So, and then, you know, like, like the bottom was viable, but you had to really dig to get, uh, to get an overtake done that way. So uh, if you were just holding the top, then, you know, it'd be, it'd be tough for people to get around. But, so I probably gave away a little bit there. Um, so maybe if I had of if I had of been a bit more um, aggressive on on the initial stages of that restart, I, I maybe had like a third or something on on for me. But um, six is fine. Yeah. So it was gonna it was gonna say so for us, sixth place is essentially a win yeah. for you. You started forty second. Are you happy with that? Are you a little disappointed? How do we how do we take a sixth place after that day? Yeah, disappointed. I mean, it's just I've been um, I've been a little bit complacent with um, you know the Cup Series so far. In that I um, this is probably going to spur like Andrew and and who knows how many people on to like really practice hard. But I've I've <laughs> I've sort of thought to myself, well, you know what? I should at very least win. You know, like if not Coda, then probably Sonoma or you know whatever the case. Like those sort of road races where it falls into my wheelhouse a little bit more. I was um, gonna 
I was going to ask that because you had mentioned that you've been doing a lot of GT racing. So I would assume the road courses are something you highlight on the calendar and you're like, Hey, this is a Matt Danson race. I'm going to win this. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm, I think I'm a better oval racer than I am a road racer. Like, you know, as far as the guys on our team that are strictly road, like they're insane. Um, so you know the 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 speeds they're able to do and 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 that sort of thing is is just crazy. But I'm only a little bit off them, um, but enough that would put me, you know, uh, towards the back of of a top split road field. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I think when it comes to stock cars on road courses, I feel really comfortable. Um, that's sort of the the great equalizer because they're so big and and heavy and and sort of you know they lumber about and that sort of thing. So it kind of uh, it takes away that. Um, that pinpoint accuracy that the road guys have, it sort of puts it back for us a little bit. But um, yeah, I, I, I feel like I've circled those, um, you know, at the start, I sort of thought, well, okay, we just got to get what, like a win or whatever to get in the playoffs. Um, so I've sort of been a little bit, uh, you know, like I said, I, I woke up 10 minutes before quality. Yeah. Um, Ballsy, especially the VR headset, the G2 has uh, intermittent technical issues. I know once yeah. in a while I have to restart my computer. I mean, the visuals yeah. are great. It's it's unparalleled, right? The headset is awesome. But once in a while, you know, if I, I got to give myself at least 15 minutes in case something goes down. I got to do the whole reboot and all that. So ballsy yeah. on that alone, but it worked out for you. Yeah, yeah, it did. But uh, it's, I guess, so I'm like disappointed in the sense that a sixth isn't um, really representative of me. And I, and I kind of, like I was thinking about this afterwards as well. Like I, I'm sort of... Um, doing a bad representation of myself because I was, I was thinking about the season and I, I like obviously didn't qualify for, um, for Daytona I had the, had technical issues there and wiped out the field, um, which was embarrassing. Uh, and then, um, what do we have? To, what was after that? Was that Homestead next? Yeah. Yeah. Homestead. I missed out on pole by two hundredths of a second to Sam. And, uh, you know, as you guys would know, it was, it was massive, um, aero push there. We pretty much just locked into wherever oh. you were. Yeah, and then uh, Vegas had the the last second pole position, which was awesome. Yeah, and then, um, and then kind of just I think I finished third in that race. So I kind of was just like, I was I was okay, but I just didn't quite have the edge. But I, on, on balance, the season's been kind of underwhelming. Like I think I was second before I got wrecked at, at Phoenix. But you you know I th- I think about the season, I think damn I've been disappointing. But then I I sort of break those races down. Like, it's not that bad, really, in general. But um, I should I be out here getting dubs. Yeah, I guess I've got a question. So, I mean, uh, and I think maybe we're probably trying to save some of these questions, but I think it kind of eases into or transitions nicely into these questions where, like... We should, you know, we should say real quick, congratulations yeah. to Andrew. Again, yes. we should be reporting this. Congratulations, another win. It was a great race with Agnell. We're so happy for you. Um, most top awesome. tens, yeah, most top tens in the series all time. I don't know if you heard yes, that. Yes, but yes, yes. Uh, really uh, impressive. We're not surprised. Uh, he's a stud, and uh, we'll continue to say that he's won. I don't know, Matt. You got to stop him from winning all the races, okay? Um, I'm sure that Evan and Jonathan they want a little bit of variety at the front, so we'll we'll have to get you up there. But uh, uh, sorry, I'll, I'll win next. I'll win next time out. Yeah, you will. Okay, so let's. So Matt, go ahead with your question. No, no, I was just going to say, so, uh, you know, you look at your results, you're, I think, sixth in points right now. You're solidly in for the playoffs, and, and it's certainly, you know, as solidly in as you are, maybe you can you can be complacent until the playoffs start if you wanted to be. Um, do you think you're, you know, you joined, right, with the Winter Series, 
Um, I, I believe that's when you started, right? So um, I guess maybe your winter, and uh, you tell me, did, did your winter series results kind of reshift maybe your goals and expectations? And I guess when you joined the league, one, how did you find RSR? And two, you know, how were you expecting to go win a championship in, in that, that series, the winter series? Uh, so I, I came across RSR courtesy of um, Sam Nieto. Um, he, he had sort of shown us the, the league and, and I, I saw that, you know, some of the broadcasts, I was like, damn, it's Evan. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's like a, it's like a Coke broadcast. Um, so that's cool. And also just wanted to race with, you know, um, with Sam and, and stove, you know, a couple of pals. And um, uh, so I guess going into the winner series, I, I don't, I didn't drive the B car much at all before that, um, before that season. Um, so I, I, I have confidence in my abilities. Let's say it like that. Um, so I thought I'd be okay. And I've raced against Drew a bunch of times in, you know, top split road to pro, all that sort of thing. So, um, you know, I know what he's capable of. So I, so I knew that he would be super fast, but I, I was really confident I'd be, you know, there or thereabouts. Um, and, but, you know, like I watched the first, so I got second, I, I only finished outside the top three once through all of winter series. It was when I got, I got junked at Richmond. Um, but I was watching one of the, one of the broadcasts early. Like I think it must've been maybe Richmond and um, was it, is it Jonathan? I think it's, it's Jonathan and, and, and Evan who usually do hey, the broadcast, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so Jonathan was uh, talking about how, like uh, you know, it's it's the the Daniel and, and Andrew show, and actually that might have been the race when I got my first win at Michigan, and um, and I was uh, <laughs> I was like a little bit um, not butthurt, but like just you know jokingly kind of had a bit of a chip on my shoulder, um, to where I you know I I felt like I should have been in that conversation, um, and uh, yeah, so I, I was I was confident I could come out, and I didn't know if I'd win the championship, but I thought if I can string together, you know, some consistent results. Montreal, Indy Road. I thought, you know, we should be able to get out there and get, you know, some yeah. pretty good, good races. Um, but then it became clear that it was it was a matter of consistency between myself and Andrew um, because I'm pretty sure he was the same. He was always in that sort of top three range as well. So it was just who could – it was like ebbing and flowing the whole time. Um, but, yeah, I – you talk I, a little I bit about going into a championship race? I think you had the points lead, right, going into the final race. Can you talk about – do you, so, you know, I know I start getting anxious. I try not to think about the restrictor play races, but it's always, you know, we have that chance. And I think we talked about it. I probably brought it up on both episodes, you know, where, where Nick won the clash and I finished third and it's like, okay, well it's an exhibition race, but you know, you know, the guys on race spot TV are broadcasting it. So it's real life. And so, you know, that the, the thoughts before that race, anytime you get to a restrictor play race, especially for us, it feels like an opportunity. You got to capitalize, and there's, you know, you lose a little bit of sleep thinking about what could happen. And I don't know, I get anxious and, you know, try not to think about it during the day because, you, you know, it can't help but get a, a little daydreamy on, on what could be. Um, and so you're that close, right? So, you know, the week before, you know, are you feeling pressure? What What's like leading up to the race? What's the experience for you? Um, firstly, that when you guys got the first and third, that was cool. I, I watched that. And the, uh, the, the passion... The passion from you guys was yeah was, was really cool. Yeah, that so was I awesome. forgot who was replacing Evan on that, the the lead announcer there. 
uh, was like, oh, he's very happy about that podium finish. Like, no, fuck no. I'm happy for Nick. I know how we did get here. We're on Discord together. I think we're like three laps to go. They're like, I don't think they're talking to each other, but maybe they're a telepath, you know, and, and we yeah. are we are good like that, right? Like we I think we generally yeah. understand what we're trying to do, but no, we absolutely had a game plan. We we're talking the whole time. And yeah, just I mean, I I had not had a podium finish in the like 20 races we had and and understanding the talent in this league. Yes. We and, and you yeah. see, you know, you watch the podcast, we're we're emotional people. I am especially yeah. emotional, uh, angry, and happy. Yeah, I'm more angry, but those happy <laughs> moments, hell yeah, that's why we do it, right? So yeah. yeah anyway, that was sick. That was awesome. Also, I love the uh, the the poster in the back too. I'm gonna get myself one of them. That's awesome. Uh, oh, yeah, you gotta, you could, yeah, when uh, you should see what he made. <laughs> oh really? Okay, yeah, okay. So, you guys got to got to show so, me afterwards. Yeah. So they can't see it. Uh, I don't have it on the stream here because it's cut off a little bit. But I got a, a poster in my basement of uh, the 23 Mara Motorsports, and I fully embrace the fact that uh, I'm very, uh, I feel very fortunate to be a part of the league, and I, I know Nick, you do too. Um, I'm very proud of it. I'm not afraid to show it. So you know, my wife for, for for my birthday a few weeks ago for Nick and I's our birthday, she got me. She she knows I like it enough. I got like a twenty three custom shirt and all that stuff and like uh, awesome. so yeah so, yeah so I'll be a dork about it right but um yeah why not that's the, cool yeah. the thought was so Michael McDowell for the Daytona five hundred you know for Front Row Motorsports they got a you know uh, they put together a, a Daytona win banner like a championship banner I was like okay mm -hmm. well you know on Etsy they do custom banners so I went ahead and I made one for for Nick and so it's it's up in the garage upstairs he'll have the, he'll have his his win banner hopefully you know I'll. I'll keep buying them if we keep getting wins. Uh, we'll have uh, hopefully a whole basement full of, of winner banners. I think I think we're some times off that and many more restrictor play races. But yes, yeah. So that you get there. You get there. That's, that's sweet. They just don't. I, I just don't want to see a um like a, a, a life size car that you sit inside when you race. That 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 will be taken. Up <laughs> so uh, uh, we're not Jason Jacoby. Um, and so, so don't get an idea, Samson. Don't get an idea. Because we will do it if you get an idea. So so Matt, I guess are you familiar with the story of Jason Jacoby? Is that how yeah. you up? Yeah. So well, yeah, yeah. So he was in the league at some point. That was before for all of oh, us. Oh really? Um oh. yeah, yeah. So I look back at the stats, like twenty seventeen, I think he won one of the races. Um so yeah, no, I didn't know that. And it may, might be why some people are familiar with him. But Nick has not heard had not heard it. I brought it up on the chat because somebody made a joke about it on the race chat. Um, Nick has not seen anything on Jason Jacoby yet. So I was like, you know, go spend an hour on YouTube. Uh, you'll, you'll learn way more than you want to do, uh, want to about him, but he's, he's I mean, it's, it's cool. It's cool that he's passionate. Um, I mean, obviously there's, there's a whole lot of things, you know, going on with him there, I guess, but, um, you know, the passion's cool. And I, I don't really, I don't, I don't hate on anyone for going all in, like, you know, as far as like your, your banners and that sort of thing. Like ultimately I, I find I, this is a really departure from the question and we will we'll yeah, circle back we'll to the question. Back, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but um, like I, I, I find it ironic when, um, you know, we as, as races or just gamers in general, um, uh, take a position of being like critical of someone for, for going all in like you, you know, with, with the banner, when we've spent thousands of dollars on steering wheels and pedals and, and, you know, all this sort of hardware to drive a pretend race car, but somehow we draw the line at, at having a poster of the car. 
you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like I've, I've done this long enough, and I'm old enough, and somehow I've gotten my wife to marry me, and I've got nothing yeah. to lose at this point. I'm fully, exactly, yeah. Fully embracing, fully embracing. I have nothing to be ashamed of at this point. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, for a lot of us as well, like it's it's the closest we'll get to um, you know, to being out of race. Uh, because yeah, it's, yeah. it's not the most accessible sort of sport. Like if, if you want to go play basketball, you, you form a, a team with your friends, you go down to the local, you know, uh, gym, you know, and, and sort of play basketball for us. We can't just go, you know what? I want to be a race car driver. I'm going to go down and race every weekend because you need to have thousands upon thousands of dollars to do that, which, you know, people just don't generally have. So I think it's fair enough to embrace it and go all in because it's just as much of a, a genuine sort of um, racing exercise as real life yeah okay it might not always be super realistic with the way things are executed but you're still having to to race within the confines of of what you're given you know the different levels of grip and so on so we're not racing fans nick and i have you know nobody else yeah. around us is racing fans and we show them this and you know we you know uh, we've got a couple people who watch once in a while right and they think it's awesome anyone we show is awesome the, the you know the whole Package together with what Racebot TV and Evan and Jonathan oh, and awesome. Dylan provide, right? Like yeah. anybody watches that and they're like, "Shit, that shit's cool." I don't care how yeah. what real or fake it is, right? Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, I got the same thing. Friends who don't i race or or even have any real interest in racing, for the most part, they um they love it as well. So that's that's awesome. uh, that's that's cool. Uh, as far as my lead into last race, yes. um, I wish we could pull in. Um, and a picture of the car that I ran for the last, because I, I ran a different, like the, the same base scheme, but I, I mixed it up every time for each race. Uh, going to the last race, I had a, uh, like the, the, the base was like a matte black, but the, uh, the sort of overlay part of the scheme was a nice chrome gold uh, in anticipation of, uh, you know, celebrating a, a championship which is a little bit presumptuous yeah. and, <laughs> no. No, i don't mean and, to interrupt uh, you again but sam reached out so i talked to sam briefly because he made some comments on discord i needed some clarification on that we may or may not get okay. to and uh he, he said oh matt danson's gonna be on the show tonight make sure you uh you pump up his ego because he needs some of that so <laughs> yeah. uh, i think this is this represents that well so continue with your story please yeah, yeah. The, the the standard thing that Sam will say to me is, "There's no way your ego is that big," and I continue to uh, to prove that it can get bigger. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I, when I was I was putting that scheme together in in advance, and um, and I was sort of conscious of uh, I don't know if you guys follow F1 very much, um, but very weak. yeah, it does, yeah. Okay, so back in in 1998. Uh, there was like a championship battle, the final race between Michael Schumacher and Mika Hakkinen. And Schumacher had, normally he had like a, you know, sort of white with the German uh, flag sort of on the middle and blue on the top. He changed up for the last race where he added a bunch of chrome and like a, a, a chrome checkered flag sort of getting ready to celebrate his his potential championship. And he stalled on the grid and then had a tire, fa tire failure and didn't win the championship. Um, so I was sort of thinking, geez, I might have a bit of a Schumacher moment here where I, I've, I'm going in with all guns blazing and, and, you know, looking the business and then I might put in the wall or whatever. But, um, uh, I was pretty confident because I mean, it's a mile and a half. It was Vegas, wasn't it? Last race. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was reasonably confident with my form leading into it as well. And then, um, I, I actually did a little bit of prep for that one. Uh, so normally I don't do heaps of practice. Wow. Sam is always busting my backside to, to want to do laps and, and I'm just so – I'm too lazy, to be honest with you, for the most part. Um, 
And then, so I was like, okay, fine. So we did like an hour or whatever of practice um, beforehand the night before. And uh, so I felt pretty good and went in there and popped on pole. And um, Andrew had a bit of a nightmare. He was back in the pack somewhere. I think he's like 17th or you know, like 15th on back somewhere in there. So, yeah. Okay, this is a good start because now I can at least lead a lap, get, yeah. get you know, bonus, the bonus yeah. points. Because I was worried that if he if he qualified on pole, for example, he could lock me out. I might run that whole race in second and never yeah. be able to get around him and get you know some bonus points. And then that makes it all the more difficult for me. But I was able to get pole, so guaranteed those uh, that sort of one lap lead at least, and um, went on to lead all lap. Oh, not all laps, but most laps. And uh, at the, so probably about the halfway point, I was like, "We're looking pretty good here." And then we had we had the yellows. I don't know if you remember, but we had the yellows in pit cycles. Yeah. And so I I was stuck back in. I think I had to get a wave around actually. And so then I got the wave around. And I was back in the teens somewhere, and Andrew was right at the front, if I remember correctly. And so I was like, "Oh, geez, this is not uh, this is not ideal." But if we can dig, and yeah, luck, luckily we got to back up to P three. So. Are you do you have more points in your head while you're driving? Like I need to get to this point, right? Do you do you have uh, anyone on the radio telling you where you need to be or any of that stuff? Or you just like you cross the finish line and I like you're like, I think I won, but I'm not sure. No, I, I knew where I needed to be just based on uh so like I knew what position I needed to be to guarantee, no matter what Andrew yeah. did, that I'd win. So I think from memory that was um so if I didn't lead a lap and I didn't um, yeah so didn't lead a lap didn't lead most laps I think third I had to be third if Andrew yeah. won and, and led the most laps um, obviously based on what he didn't achieve there it, it takes that position yeah. back a little bit so so I think leading into the last that last restart I knew that even if he wins the race all I got to do is get P5 or 6 um, so I was pretty yeah I, I just had those sort of guidelines I didn't didn't know the points but I just knew roughly where I needed to be um but of course, I I really wanted to win. If I'm honest, yeah. like I really wanted to get the win just to just to you know um, tick it off. Explanation mark yeah. at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Pop, exactly. Pop exactly. the champagne and be the only person celebrating. So I guess yeah. what was that celebration like then? You crossed the finish line. You're a champion. Not something. You can't get lucky one race on a restrictor play race and win a championship. So I don't think Nick and I are gonna <laughs> unfortunately uh, live that. So maybe can can you tell us a little bit about winning a championship like that? It, Ten races, right? All uh, you know, race spot TV, Evan, that emotion when you cross the finish line, you're like, shit, I'm the champion. Oh, um, that's a good question. Uh, I can barely remember last week, let alone. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I did what I said, what I came out to do. I didn't fuck up. I didn't pull a Schumacher, right? Yeah, exactly. like, yeah. I think the first part was relief. Yeah. Relief yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that I'd run the gold scheme and didn't finish second. Um, and then, I think just yeah, just just satisfied that I was able to 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 get it, you know to close it out and, and get yeah. it done. Um, cemented my superiority over Sam, yeah. you know, which is good. So obviously, <laughs> in any any discussions we have in the group chat, um, you know, he really has no leg to stand on. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it was it was also like uh, I was very prideful of um, you know because I knew Andrew had had won like the last three cup series yeah. and I think the two winter series before that as well. He's done um, it, yeah. yeah. So to come in and sort of uh, do that was, yeah, that, uh, it gave me a lot of pride. I don't know if I, I, I wasn't like, um, I wasn't like, you know, fist bump in the air. Um, probably for me, the, the, the most race like that would be, um, I want to, you know, top split road to pro race yeah. uh, in 2019. Wow. But um, that one was the, the biggest, you know, sort of, 
claim to fame for me. It was like a 66 or 6700 SOF. Um, so it was... Uh, for me, that was that was probably the the race where like you know my heart was like racing afterwards, um, but yeah, I think it was it was more just just relief actually to be honest with you, yeah. like because uh, you know like you said it's ten races and probably from Michigan I think was the third race, so from that point on, it, it you know was looking like a real possibility that I could that I could do it, and it was just every every race was like you know Andrew and I just kind of you know neck and neck and. Um, so I guess it was like an extended period of anxiety, like you were sort of touching on earlier. So to, to close it out was just more relief than anything. So a couple of follow-up questions. Where was that road to pro? What series was that road to pro win? And what, what track was that? So um, Pocono. Um, okay. So road to pro, obviously you got the, the, the ladder system into Coke. Yeah. So you yeah. do road to pro takes, you know, forever, like all the year. And then, then the top, 20 in points go against the bottom 20 from Coke and do the pro series and lots of things. Uh, unfortunately I didn't qualify for that because uh, I just was too inconsistent and um, yeah, a bit of a dummy, but uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, sort of midway through the season and um, Pocono, which is not a track I love, but we got, we got kind of lucky with the strategy and the way that kind of played out. But then, you know, sort of neck and neck uh, on the last, there was like a bunch of green, white checkers towards the end as well. And, you know, lining up alongside, some amazing guys, you know, who were now in Coke series or have been to Coke series and come back and so on. Um, so to, to not balls that up was pretty nice. It was good because I was in, in a really strong position yeah. and uh, thanks to the strategy. Like I, I think, um, so when the first, the, so we had a yellow and I think it was like 10 to go and I was in P five at that point. I'm like, Oh, we've got a bit of a shot here. And then, we just, I just kept making incremental one position every every restart, and then we, we used all three green white checkers, and for the last one, I'd finally got to lead, and uh, you know, so I'm restarting the lead for this last green white checker. So I know if there's another yellow, um, yeah. then the race is over, yeah. or we race to the you know to the finish sort of thing, um, and I blew turn one, like the worst. Wow. I, I I caught the apron. And like, cause I got a really good jump, but I caught the apron middle, middle of the corner. And, um, who was it? Who was second? I think, was it Bob Bryant? Who he was, he he just won. won. Yeah. Yeah. I think it might've been Bob. Um, he got an awesome run off turn two, uh, sorry, off turn one. And we're heading towards, you know, the, the, the shoot there. And I, I started to position myself on the inside cause I was like, I'm not going to give anything away here. Um, but he was probably about to get me because I had such a bad run. And then the yellow flag comes up on the screen. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. yes. That's fine. By the <laughs> you earn the practice yeah. and you earn the restart. So you get yeah. that two or three tenths yeah. on the restart. So you exactly. earned it. And I, I, uh, I love that. I love my it. heart was in my throat the entirety of that, that, that run. That's why I, I just cocked up the first corner so bad, but we got yeah. the dub, so it was cool. Well, I won a uh, I won a Darlington truck race this, this afternoon with an 1,800 strength of field, and uh, it's going to keep me going Almost for two days. And then the second, my follow-up kind of that, um, so Sam seems on the Discord to be a strong personality. Uh, Matt, we knew who you were because you were winning all the time, but uh, why I wanted you on the show, and I, I told my brother Matt multiple times, is because uh, at Talladega – it was, you know, obviously a boring race, whatever, but you um, were, I could not stop laughing 
at literally everything you were saying. It was, I mean, we all have said it on the chat, but I was like, this guy is a comedian. We love his accent. And I just, I understand the frustration. So is that what a normal discord, you know, team chat is like for you on a normal basis? And if so, I think that you need to have us all have access to it because it really, <laughs> it made, my night. Uh, it made my night, I guess you living like we live on a daily basis. Yeah, it's, um. I would say so. Like I tend to try and ha I'll, I'll fluctuate between um, having fun and yeah. just being full of like intense rage at, at any given moment. But um, uh, I try to have fun as much as possible. Uh, that race was really boring. You're right. We couldn't do anything. Um, but uh, but I, I, like a lot of that, I suppose, is probably down to, um, you know, us just not really understanding how to use the package really well. Because, uh, you know, I've, sp I've spoken to a few, like, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with um, some of my teammates, like Michael Cozy, he does a lot of super speedway stuff. Seth DeMerchant does a lot of super speedway stuff yeah. as well. Marcus Ruckman as well. Um, those guys are, are elite at super speedway, especially. And um, they can make it work. Uh, but I think the key was in that, in that situation, you have to have at least three or four yeah. cars together. Uh, whereas in a lot of cases we were doing just, you know, two car breakaways and then you stall out and the, and you, and you start dragging back cars and then you, you get that big separation, then you, you're all done. Um, so I think that's just us trying to, and maybe, maybe the iRacing implementation is a little bit too extreme in the way it, the way it works, but it is for the most part realistic. Um, yeah. but yeah, without having any understanding of what to do, it was really boring. Um, uh, as far as the the dynamic, yeah, I would say I would say it tends to be a lot of um, you know sort of trolling each other, uh, especially like you know we got like just a messenger group chat, um, which is usually just uh, so it's got myself, uh, Stove Price, um, and a few other a few other random people, but usually it just it just, it just fluctuates of you got to pick the wave of who you're going to pick on. Uh, and, and make sure you, you pick the right team so that you're not you're not the one uh, the butt of the jokes at the time. But um, I think for me as well, my personality, uh, I tend to have either people find me entertaining and they and they they like me. They get that I'm joking and, and I'm not actually like the egomaniac that I that I you know project. Um, and then you get the fifty percent that um, just despise me for for whatever reason. Uh, which brings me to to my newest friend, my newest um, uh, fan, Thomas George. Uh, so I got I got sent a clip. I got sent a clip of, of him, and uh, I don't know if we need to put in the beeps or whatever. But he, he called me. Um, I caught I caught uh, asshole or asshole. I guess you guys. Oh oh my and, god. Okay, we're gonna and, talk. We're gonna talk about this. <laughs> okay. And, Tom, and, Tom and is welcome I, I, on the show anytime. Um, <laughs> I don't think he likes us either. For what it's worth, I don't think he likes us either. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, with with your story, you and then we'll know. finish with ours. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I, I wasn't going to get into that, but yeah, go ahead. So, so, so I got asshole and I got um, douche, and which is, I mean, he's probably not wrong, but at the same time, uh, the circumstances which which he was applying that criteria was um, was odd because like I'd I'd overtaken him super clean, you know, on the bottom, and then um, I was behind. I think it was Eric De Blasio, and he was running the bottom. So okay, I'm going to run the top now. Now I'm like half a second ahead of Thomas at this point in time. I'm nowhere near. Like it's not like I'm cutting him off or or chopping his nose or anything like that. But I had the audacity to run the high line, which I guess was the Thomas George line, and and he's just he's fuming, 
And I was watching this like, what is he talking about? This is the same guy that drove into my door down the backstretch at Richmond and started like cussing me out. And that's I'm like, that's a, that was the race. That was the race. The, the, yeah. uh, the winter series. Race. I, was, uh, I, was I, don't know, I don't even think we made contact. We raced hard for 27th, that I was, uh, I was an asshole. I don't. Yeah, I was, so, so I'm, I'm, the, I'm an, I am probably an asshole. I'm the one who got the message. So Thomas George, and again, Thomas, if you want to get on the show and talk to us, so you know we're an open book, right? But I'm just stating facts. So Thomas had messaged me after Richmond with uh, several explicitives saying that Nick and I fucking suck, basically. We're just awful. And, you know, Nick and I talked about it at the race. I feel bad because that's, you know, we're riding in the back, right? And Nick is Nick is only two or three months in the iRacing, period. And the goal wow. of this winter series is just, like, don't piss people off. And so you get this yep. message, and it's just like, what did I do? I'm so sorry. I go back and watch the whole race. And, you know, I start crafting a message to Thomas, which he never had responded to. And it starts by apologizing and saying, you know, I really didn't mean to get in your way. You know, I don't want to ruffle any feathers. And then, you know, the further I get in watching the broadcast, I just don't see anything. And it turns into, well, but basically you're an asshole because like I didn't, we didn't do anything wrong. I don't even know what I'm apologizing for anymore. Um, and so, so Sam, so we were going to talk about the Discord stuff. I was going to bring up names, but Sam had mentioned, you know, in the Discord, and I'm sure if you talk to Sam, you know. So, so, yeah. so Sam made the comment in the Discord saying that, "Oh, you're calling me a uh, waiting accident," and I'm oh, a yeah, yeah. four uh, per incidents per race, and I, you know, you're over six, right? So, you know, my thought process is, okay, let's do some investigative work, and I. I was talking to Dylan at the time, Coil, and I was like, okay, he's like, hey, do you know who this is? He's like, no, no, we, I'm really curious. And I look at the list of people who are six, and it's like Thomas George. Like, I mean, <laughs> he did the same thing only because of past experience. Like, he had done it to yeah, he said yeah. the same thing to us. So yeah. it's like all these other guys, you know, I've raced clean with. I was like, I know who who's saying these things. It's it's unfortunate, Thomas. I mean, we're we're just here to have fun. Right. And yeah. I think, you know, yeah. the racing is part of it. And I was talking to Dylan about this too. It's compa there, there's an extra sense of pressure. And I think we talked about this maybe in our other couple episodes too, is, you know, Nick and I like, and Nick is performing a lot better than I, we have sponsors that are basically paying our registration fees. So, you know, thank you. Gamadil technologies, Mercury energies. Um, you know, Brandon over there is awesome. He sent me an awesome gift basket. So I'll do my props to them probably make some Twitter posts about it, but they're, they're awesome. Don't deserve it. And, um, you know, Nick being represented by McConey setup shop for the, the first half of the season with Jeff McConey, like awesome stuff, right? That, so we have sponsors we want to perform for. That's something we didn't have in the winter series. And it's like, okay, well there's extra pressure there because finishing 40th when, you know, you're not racing for anyone versus someone who's, I mean, it's not a lot, right? You know, cover the season like a dollar a race, right? But still, that's someone you want to make proud, right? And and yeah, of course, you know, having yeah, broadcasting the race, it's on Race Spot TV. There's extra pressure, right? So I understand heat of the moment stuff. So something happens during the race, you're angry, right? And maybe you say something yeah. stupid. I've done it a million times. Yeah, yeah, but to yeah, yeah. that out of the race, to take that to Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. to continue to hold that. Come on, we're all here with the same purpose, and hopefully, this show and bringing people on it shows we're all real people just trying to, to have fun and uh, have a little bit of community here. I uh, I will say at the risk of uh, having him slide into any of our DMs, his car looked 
freaking sick. I love the paint scheme. Uh, Don't try and win back the brownie points now. Yeah, I thought it looked really good. It's gone, man. It's gone. I wish I could be mad as myself. I Everyone, I, I have yeah. my own battles with myself that I try and work through, through 200 miles. I, I can care less about the rest of you unless I touch you and then I'll apologize. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I did think that was, it was some funny stuff there. <laughs> but, uh, just seems like angry. Like, like you said, though, Matt, like I, I feel like um, I'll probably do the same thing as far as, you know, like you at, at certain moments you'd be like, oh my God, what are you doing? Or whatever the case is, you know. Um, like, for example, some guy running in the wall off turn four on lap one. Like, you just like, why Why are you doing that, right? <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I thought that to the guy, I thought that to the Mara in front of me, and I thought that to the guy behind me who almost landed in the back of me. That's exactly what I was thinking. And that's the thing, and I make that um, accent. Like, for example, <laughs> some guy running in the wall off turn four on lap one. Like, you just like, why Why are you doing that, right? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that to the guy, I thought that to the Mara in front of me, and I thought that to the guy behind me almost landing in the back of me. That's exactly what I was thinking. And that's the thing. And I make that accent uh, that is on lap 10 and I'm immediately on the radio. I'm like, sorry, yeah. I'm a dumbass, right? And yeah, yeah, yeah. like, for example, like I think one of the coolest people in our league is Jeremy Miller. Uh, why do I think that? Yeah. Because in Phoenix, he wrecked me twice while I was having a great run, two accidents in a row in three laps. And he got on our radio and he's like, hey, I'm sorry. And like, and then like, yeah. You know, like a week later, I think he got in the neck. He just like was hooked to our cars. And, you know, he's like, it'd be like Nick, what he like barely got into you. And he like got in our, our private chat and he apologized. And it was like, dude, you're cool, man. Don't worry. So yeah, like I have, a, I have a template. I have a template on Twitter already ready for basically uh, hello, first name. <laughs> Sorry, I got into you. <laughs> Please don't hate me. But if you want to send me, it's totally fine. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, I think uh, mistakes happen, right? Like, you know, there's, there's going to be times where where um, stuff goes on. But uh, as far as yeah, where um where Thomas was getting stuck into Sam for being a, a yeah. an incident waiting to happen, it's it's like I mean, I I I pick on Sam for his driving uh, a lot of the times. But to be honest, he's actually not that bad. Um, yeah, he's 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 very fast. He just yeah. needs to he needs to learn to close. That's that's his biggest thing. Like he he puts himself in good positions and then just just falls by the wayside. But, yeah, exactly. But he, it, he, what he doesn't do is I, I can't think of a, I can't think of a time that he actually wrecked excluding Richmond. Of course, we're, we've got to put an asterisk next to that one because of course yeah. that was um, an intent wreck as, as response to, you know, retaliation. That's not the yeah. same as, as running into someone under green. So, um, and to be fair, I'm pretty sure on that one, like when I looked at it, and I don't know. Maybe I'm jaded. Maybe I'm, you it know, didn't like look that bad, towards... right? Right? Yeah. No. Yeah, no it, it seemed like, like he... it seemed like the guy yanked it right after the like Sam had sort of pulled pulled off him a little bit to 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 stop. You know, he, he sort of gave him a bump, but then the guy like yanked it right and put on the brace, which was weird. But you know, it, it is what it is. Well, maybe we'll have to have Sam hint hint come on the show soon. Tell your yeah, friends you should that, uh, to explain that situation. And maybe it was netcode. Maybe it was just a netcode. Yeah, yeah, it's just netcode. <laughs> <laughs> I think when he's cursing on the on the all teams, it's hard to um, it's hard to say it's netcode. Yeah, actually, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna get some skeletons out of the closet now, based on that as well. Yeah. Um, Stove Price, he did. What did he say? Did anyone? Did any yes. of you guys hear well, that, that's what the other, he said? That's, so that's the other question no that was happening on Discord was around yeah. Dylan, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I stand for 
our motorsport stands for Dylan, so we're always going to be on his side no matter what. So I mean, he said he was on your team, and I was like, oh, can we talk about that? I think we have to withdraw that from the agenda. Um, nah, but, let's, let's, right. let's throw him under the bus. Let's throw him under the well, bus. I mean, so, yeah. So, so I didn't realize they were on the same team. Okay. Yeah. So oh, on my. Facebook, uh, I'm, I'm a rogue. I'm a rogue agent. I, I'm, yeah. I, I'm just like, <laughs> I, gonna I, be, I talk. Uh, you're gonna be under. I, you're gonna be under dance in motorsports next week if you continue. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm just. I'm just Logitech G Altus Esports. You know, I, I operate under my own banner, but I, I'm. I'm happy to associate and align with people, but I'm also very much happy to throw um, people under the bus if it's for uh, comedic purposes. So, um, let's let's get onto it right now. I really want to because he's trying to contest it at the moment that it wasn't intentional, but the the point of the point that we need to work out is whether he said did he have an omission of guilt on the radio that uh, he was uh, intending to get coil. I couldn't, li I couldn't hear it. So, so, so yeah. So yes, so yes, yes. He said he was getting them back. And I think, I think he had made a comment on Facebook and I'm missing it. And, you know, we also had, um, we had, a, he deleted it. We had Is he trying to cover his tracks? So I'm not sure stove price for Steve price. Maybe I'm confused, but S I think same, same, yeah, same person. It is same. Okay. So there was a comment on Facebook or a post on Facebook specifically about how, you know, Dylan is um, in the way and he shouldn't be there. And he's a, a kind of a clown in, in regards to the broadcast and driving. It was, it was, and, and I, and I kind of had stepped in and it was, it was, it was not nice. It's, it's the kind of thing uh, we're trying uh, to step away from. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so, um, so yeah, so I think there, there had been something and I talked to Dylan about it. He had, you know, Please feel free to tell us what what prompted that. I think incident point wise, I think in the winter series, Dylan caused one caution. I don't think he's caused any in the Cup series, which is way less than me. So I don't have a post on Facebook about me. So I'm waiting for it, but not there yet. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's coming. Uh, Thomas George, it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, apparently, there are some people that just aren't making those thoughts publicly. They're afraid yeah. to talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> You've got so much power now in three weeks that they're afraid of you. <laughs> so, so there was a post. Yeah. So there was, um, and Dylan and I talked about it as recently as yesterday too, and why he thought maybe it was intentional, but you'll, you watch the replay and it looks like he just got loose off the turn and he went up and he was, he was three wide on the inside. He got loose off too. And, and he ran into Dylan up the track and honestly it did not, it didn't look intentional, but on the radio, he said it was intentional, which was odd. Um, if yeah, it was that's right. exactly. or, you know, probation or something, right? It, it wasn't, um, but he was kind of maybe excusing his mistake, um, you know, to, to point. That makes sense. That I think that makes sense. Yeah, I, I felt like it was um, like, so I only saw it briefly. Um, but when I when I saw it, it looked like kind of. Dylan exited the corner in a weird way, like in the the, the middle of the track. Like he he had a, a fair bit of room to his to his right, which is a common thing for um for people who are still like learning that because they're fearful of of smacking the wall on exit. Um, so they'll they'll tend to they'll tend to come off off the corner quite a lot. Um, and it, it seemed like yes, yeah, so uh, Steve Stove, whatever you want to call him, um, came you know sort of they 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 basically just met there. But then yeah. the the comments or whatever was going, on, I think that was probably more posturing than anything. And like you said, maybe covering for a bit of a mistake, or whatever. But I, I feel like it was it was just a racing deal. But then yeah. I, I don't know what he was. What there's he was saying. there's some history then, there, which is why I think he played it differently, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't think we're clear such a nice guy though. Is, but yeah, yeah. 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 Dylan's so sweet. He's he's like um. The thing that I will say that I'll say for Dylan, and this is going to come across really um, mean, maybe inadvertently, but um, 
I I always get a bit of a laugh when Dylan is like in the race and they, and they cross to him and he's talking about, um, oh, this is the line that I'm taking. And I, I need to reach out to Dylan because uh, his his insights as far as what line he thinks he should be taking at, at any moment seem to only be exclusively wrong. I don't think he's ever picked the right way to be tackling the track. So we need to we need you to like, well, touch base. You gotta, hey, you know we're, yeah. we're all he's I, in speaking with him in the past. We're both kind of new at it. So if I didn't yeah, have yeah. if I didn't have Matt to reach out to for basic things like settings, and, I'd be and even right. I don't really know, right? And and this is something we talked to Sean about last week. Is you know you can and maybe it's part of my hesitancy and and doing a bunch of official races or doing practice leading up to the races. Cause I feel like I'm going to learn more in that practice session, kind of following, you know, the pros um, and, and, you know, you and, and Eberhard Fairnairs, whoever out there, right. Even, even, you know, I think this week I was really uncomfortable in the track and then I got in Sam's cockpit and watched him do a lap and I, it, something clicked. Right. So um, that's kind of how I learn is jumping in other, other people's cars for a few laps um, should not be allowed, but Hey, I'll take it. But you know, you practice wrong a thousand times. You're not going to get any better. Right. And I mentioned yeah. this to Sean last week. So how, how do you practice? Like, obviously you've got it now. So maybe you don't need to think like that, but like, what would your advice to a Dylan be like, he thinks this is the right line. So he thinks he's doing it right each time. How does, how does that Dylan, how does a Matt Mara get better, um, without kind of that knowledge? Right. Um, yeah, I think a lot of it is experience for sure. Um, but as far as you know, just just sort of because I mean now they've changed the surface in a lot of tracks, right? So yeah. you got to you got to kind of relearn a lot of yeah. things. Um, so like for me, what I'll tend to do is um, I'll put on the you know on the, the the split delta. You know how you can bring up the the bar that comes up when you drive. Um, yeah. I'll put that on last lap usually. You know, right? And then that way I can I can sort of reference. Okay, this lap I ran on the bottom this lap around the top, you know, and it sort of gives me an idea yeah. of where I'm at. Um, I mean, you could do that even without that. You could just look at your overall yeah. lap time on that lap. Um, but as far as if I really quickly want to see what's best, I'll do a couple of laps on a, on a particular line, just only doing that line, check the tires, you know, go out, do uh, however many laps using the other line, see what the tires look like on that. And that sort of gives me a, a good um, baseline on what's going to be, you know, long run what's gonna what's gonna work um and then uh, other than that it's just about you know practicing situational stuff so practicing you know like uh, a restart you know so you can go into turn one full throttle knowing that it's gonna stick not worrying that you're gonna get to the middle of the corner and get a little bit loose because i think that's sometimes uh, like when i first started out um i would often just go into races with no preparation just kind of you know, it was just do it for fun and just yeah. see what would happen. Um, and so the, then you get in a position like what you had in, on lap one, where um, you know you, you kind of you kind of going in a little bit blind. I could have been then, ready for that if I had practiced. I should have been yeah. more aware for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I would if I was you. I'd probably practice um, my pit entries a few times. Yes, yes, yes. Finding <laughs> your pit stall. Using your yeah, eyes. Well, the pit not that bad. Uh, and you kind of know. Yeah, only three times. I think you've done it more than the whole league combined. But, yeah, passing up pit road, I just got to figure out where my pit stall is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just just watch out for those barrels. Um, yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. You're right. I, I can't say I've got my pit entries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's such a damn quick. Races. Oh, I love <laughs> it. Races, there's no pit issues. At least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I'm just, just giving you giving you a hard yeah, time. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so I, I think that's the key thing. Um, 
I mean, in theory, in theory, we've got the, the VRS coaching um, happening. So you should hit me up. We'll, we'll do some of that. Um, I don't know when, when we get, uh, you know, because obviously you've seen on the hood, we've got VRS, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. so, so we're, uh, Alsus is linked in with, with VRS. So at some point in time in the near, very near future, uh, you'll be able to actually, so this is for anyone watching. If you want lessons, you should be able to select me from that drop down soon. But, um, oh, yeah. In the, in the meantime, I mean, yeah, we, we can we can do some laps sometime, and I and I'll try and try and bring you guys up to speed. Um, Hell but yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Just just trying to bench like, just just incremental increases. Like I don't think anyone just goes from, um, you know, point A to point D immediately. Like you yeah. you you sort of it's all it's all step by step, and um, you know. But you, I I, I guess Agnell is a good example of someone who's I think he's quite fresh, right, with iRacing. Like he he only got it. Not too long ago, or maybe I'm imagining All that. All I know is he's, he's fast. He's fast. He's yeah, he's, he's gone. Year. He finally got his win this year. Yeah. Yeah, I remember in the winter series, he was kind of like, he was a guy that was kind of just like he was thereabouts. Um, mm. And then you know we've gone to the cup series, and he's he's always there. Like I was, I yeah. I, I remember Phoenix. I was like right on him for the longest time, and I I kept expecting okay he's going to drop off at some point, whatever. I'll just cruise past, and he just stayed there. Um, so he, he really jumped straight onto my radar at, um, at that race. And then he's been up there ever since. So yeah, yeah kudos, kudos to him. I think, uh, interesting. That is like, that's my goal. Uh, and I've had it for seven months. So I think even in eight races, uh, two top 15s and three races, that's like a really great improvement just from yeah. the start of the year. So yeah. I, that is like, it's a very incremental. So my goal would be maybe by the end of the year, maybe running top 10, but you know, consistent top, 15 and top 20, that's, that's, the goal, right? Cause you're right. It takes a lot of practice to get there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you know, I guess from, you know, from my standpoint, just a couple of uh, last questions to get to know you a little bit, Matt, because you, you obviously, you know, you're overseas. So curious as to what kind of, you know, motorsports you watch sounds like formula one, um, you know, who, who you like, I, I, now I feel like that, that helmet is a Jeff Gordon helmet behind you, which would make me very happy. I don't know. It may not be, but, what kind of motorsports do you watch? Do you wake up in the middle of the night to watch, or yeah, in the middle of the night to watch NASCAR? What What are you watching? So I um I used to be really into NASCAR uh, from like the you know, early two thousands. I think the first the first live NASCAR race I watched I think was in the year two thousand. Um, but I was aware of um you know like Jeff and Earnhardt and Mark Martin. Uh, Jeff Burton, which is random as hell, but like the, he was sort of the, the one that the, 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 the ones I was aware of, mostly from like um, you know like NASCAR '98 on on PlayStation back in the day, things like that, and, and you know obviously the rainbow car you'd seen on posters and that sort of thing forever. Um, so I was aware of those guys, but I started watching in 2000, and then 2001 was my first full season. Um, that's my that's my go karting helmet actually up there from oh, when I used to okay. when I used to kart. Um, so it was. That that was an interesting one in that like I I did the flames and then mm-hmm. and that would have been around about two thousand and then Jeff went to flames yeah and yeah. and it was like a nice little tie in but I I wasn't really so I was kind of a Jeff fan but I didn't want to just default because I knew Jeff had you know was already three time champ before two thousand one yeah. and that sort of thing um and I remember like I was following him through that first full season that I was watching. I was following Jeff, but I, I was like, no, I don't want to, this, I don't want this guy to be my guy. Um, and then, uh, Jeff Gordon became a part owner of the 48. Right. 
And I was like, you know what? I was like, well, (laughs) this guy, we'll follow this guy and see how he goes. Um, And I remember, I'm pretty sure Jimmy, he spun at Charlotte was his first ever race, like cup race. And and he spun, but he was, he was running good before that. And then he was kind of like, the, he did two more and he was, he was, he was okay. But, it, you know, I was kind of like, oh, I might have picked the wrong, the wrong one here. Um, then he goes out and qualifies on pole for the Daytona 500 in 2002. Uh, should have won the championship that year and, and got, you know, pretty unlucky towards the end of the season. But Jimmy was my guy, basically, forever. Um, I've got oh, over, yeah. over in the corner there, I've got a bunch of diecasts, you know, Jimmy diecasts, that sort of thing. Um, F1, big time F1. Um, I... Uh, Australian supercars as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not so much now. Like I kind of, yeah, NASCAR, I kind of died off from supercars. I kind of died off from a little bit. Um, and F1, I'll probably, Lewis, Lewis Hamilton is my, is my go-to guy there. Since day one, Lewis Hamilton yeah. fan. Um, yeah. but once I, he leaves. I was say, the second you said Jimmy Johnson, I was like, you're a fan of two, seven times, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Lewis is going to be eight times soon. So that's good. Yeah. Um, it was there we go. Um, but before that, honestly, like the the driver that I felt like, like Jimmy was was awesome, and I remember um, like just riding that wave of him, you know, almost winning two thousand two, two thousand three. He wasn't far off, but it never like you know Kenseth was super consistent, and it, someone so the cops coming for someone. Um, <laughs> Sorry, this is what happened. Yeah. It's honestly it's a miracle. This was the first time. Uh, it's a miracle. Like every time. Uh, awesome. Um, but yeah, like 2004, he was, he was one, Jimmy was one position off. If he had got past Biffle at Homestead, yeah. the last race, he, he wins that championship. Um, so just riding that wave was sick. And then, you know, the domination that came after that was awesome. But the, the, the driver throughout history that I feel like I've um, had the biggest, like, other than Lewis, the biggest affinity for was um, Montoya, Juan Pablo. Yeah. Um, yeah because, was- and this is, I'm going to try to keep this as like, as, as short of a story as possible. Yeah. But um, I don't know if you recall, but back in, uh, so Zanardi won the kart championship in yeah. 97, 98. And then he was due to go to F1 in 99 for Williams. Williams did a deal with Ganassi to send their test driver, who was Montoya, to uh, Ganassi to, to drive in the kart for 99. And I remember reading an article in 98 about that happening. I was like, same, same sort of thing of why I picked Jimmy. Yeah, I was just like, ah, oh, we'll, we'll pick this guy. Um, you know, that he can be, this would be cool. Cause I was just starting to get into cart, into champ car. And, um, what a great pick that was. Cause he just, yeah. he just, he just went off, you know, he won seven races in his, in his rookie season, won the championship. Um, and then went to F1 and like, he's just been my go-to guy. Like, and, and you know, when you're younger, like, I mean, I was like, so when he first Montoya went to F1 in 2001, I would have been like 15. Um, and, I don't know if it's the same for you guys, but you, when when you're that age, like it's it's like every race, it's like you're part of it with them, you know. And um, um, many stories. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's always it's kind of refreshing to know mm. that there's a lot of people around our age in the league because I feel old. Um, yeah, yeah. But certainly, right. it sounds like you're talking to you and Sean and some of the others, and we're around the same age. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. The first, yeah. Year, the first, yeah. Montoya's yeah, great. But, but so I, yeah, I just I rode all, all, all the way with him, and then you know he dropped out of F1. Sort of he, he didn't didn't love that anymore, and came across to NASCAR. And then I was like conflicted because I had Jimmy already, and yeah. uh, and and now you know Juan's there as well. And it was um, yeah, there was there was a couple of times where they even like kind of clashed a little bit. Yeah, you know, there was like um, Indy uh, frick, uh, 09 
so Indy 09, Montoya led, you know, that was the at, race. We were at that race. We were at oh, that race. Oh, no. So sad. Uh, that was a sad day. Such yeah, a sad day. We yeah, wanted then, I wanted Montoya to win. He had that Yes. One. He had yeah. it. He had it locked in, and then he sped like a dummy. Uh, yeah. And then 2010, he kind of, he kind of screwed that Same up as thing. well. Uh, well, that one wasn't him. They they took the the four yeah. tires instead of the two, and yeah, yeah unfortunate. But 09, yeah, 100. percent 09 though, like Jimmy won that race, and normally I'd be like, "Yay, Jimmy won!" But I just yeah. remember being like so devastated. And then uh, I think it was Dover a few years later, 2012 or 2013. Uh, there was that, Tony won yeah, that there was race. That. I was very upset when he won. Montoya should have won probably yeah. 10 to 15 oval races. I know, right? Won zero. It was so, so frustrating. I yeah. just say, uh, so we live about three hours from Indianapolis. So I know I went in 15. Uh, I went in 2015 yeah. for the 500 when he, he was like 30th early on and he drove up to the lead and I was screaming in the stands. I was really, really excited. He was, yeah. it was an awesome race. I, I, yeah. I, you know, I can see why you like Juan Pablo because uh, apparently you've kind of modeled yourself after him. Or fifty percent think he's super entertaining, and yeah. 50% think he's so uh, yeah. I thought he was entertaining and a yeah. very, very good driver. So that's hell yeah, oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so that's so my helmet there actually on the back of it. Um, I, I I would I would go out and get, but this getting out of this chair is a pain in the ass. Um, Mm-hmm. On the back of it, it's like the the design like breaks away, and it's actually Juan Pablo's uh, helmet yeah. design on the back of it. So awesome. it's uh, yeah, big big time love um, for for JPM. But yeah. I can't remember what else the question was, but I guess that's like, yeah. that's no, that's exactly. you answered it. Yeah, I love I love you know I, I love uh, I like asking that question just to kind of you know especially we're not all NASCAR fans. I I know me a little more than Matt. I follow a lot of other forms of motorsports, so mm-hmm. um, it's always good to hear um you know who people like who people follow what what they follow all of that so i guess yeah. that was pretty much it i mean i you know i'll save my uh my vegemite type questions for the next time that you're on um because i have I them yeah. i have them i'm gonna save them so no i actually so should i try it is it you know yeah i think you you so marcus ambrose obviously when he was in nascar they did a lot of corny stuff um yeah. and I, yeah. well they tried the vegemite you know, quite like a couple of times and they acted like it was horrible. So I, I'll get some for next time you're on and we'll try it. Uh, yep. Is it going to be as bad as I, as I think it is? You just can't, you can't. Uh, I think the, 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 the problem that people make with it um, is like normally when you put like a spread on, mm-hmm. on your toast or whatever, you'll like, you put a good serving on, right? Like if you put um, like a chocolate spread, like you, you get a good coverage. Um, Vegemite is really strong. It's yes. like a very salty, savory type um, spread, and so you've, you've you only want a light a light amount on there because if you go too much, it's just it's 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 horrendous. Um, so I think that's usually the problem. People, whenever I see like on any American, it's a classic American talk shows thing to do. Exactly. Yeah. Or yeah. you know, countdown to green, like you're talking about, like <laughs> just let's put out the Vegemite. But um, after the uh, turn, always, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, we're getting there. We're getting to be basic. We want to be basic. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Um, part, yeah. yeah. Always layer it on, and I'm just yeah. I, I see that. I'm just like, oh no, don't do that. Uh, so that's the biggest thing. But if you if you did it right, I think, I mean, it's 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 hard not to enjoy. It's it's a really nice it's really nice kind of like savory, sort of you know. We're, gonna, we're gonna save that, Matt, for next time. Um, I'll make sure to import some. Uh, maybe uh, Evan will ship that trophy over uh, to you. Yep. You could ship some Vegemite over to us. Uh, yeah. 
that for the next time. So uh, that was, uh, well, we'll save all those other questions for next time though. So I bet, I mean, I don't know, Matt, did you have any, you know, last questions or any thoughts we have? Okay, well then, uh, Matt, thank uh, you. I'm sure you have people and we see, we see the sponsor plugs. We've seen them for over an hour now, but I think talk a little bit about who you want to thank for being on the show other than Nick and Matt for being great hosts <laughs> <laughs> well yeah definitely thank thanks to you guys for having me on um and yeah you, you gotta you definitely gotta hit me up with the um the details on that poster thing because i think that's really cool yeah. i want to we'll, we'll look at it yeah, take a that looks legit put it on the discord um yeah it looks like a real a real picture of the car from from back here at least so that, that's yeah. that's awesome oh he doesn't um, yeah, yeah. So, so no, thanks you guys for having me on. Um, I didn't also get to finish the 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 one thing I was going to rant about really quickly. Um, yeah. Why I turned off NASCAR was every bloody gimmick that they put in the in the the series now is just it just is so frustrating. Like the chase was bad enough, but then they start adding in playoffs. And I love NBA and and mm-hmm. sort of you know ball sports that sort of thing, but I don't watch a motorsport like thinking, damn, I, I wish this was like NBA. You know what I mean? Like you, you love yeah. things for different reasons. So that just drives me insane that NASCAR just keep adding in things that to kill the series. And F1's trying to do the same thing now, adding in sprint qualifying and other stupid and, things. And like the safety car that I, I think what I heard in like the first broadcast that they are going to be much more aggressive with their yellow flags and their safety cars this year. <laughs> And I was like, that doesn't surprise me somehow. You know, doesn't yeah, exactly. Me. It's just frustrating. It's not entertainment, right? I guess that's part of it. But. Yeah, I suppose. But anyway, so that that was that was the closure on that. But um, yeah, obviously, <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, Logitech. You know, we got all the stuff everywhere. Um, Astro Gaming, um, VRS. Uh, so VRS came on board. Um, you know, I mean, the oval side of Altus, which is our team, um, only just sort of. We only just got absorbed before that. We were a Horizon racing team, so we got absorbed into Altus, which is a you know, world championship level uh, team on the you know GT side, like we were talking about before. Um, you know, supercars, that sort of thing. Like these, these guys are elite. Um, so we sort of came in to give them a, an American arm, even though it's ironic that I would say that because I'm Australian. But <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then at the same time, uh, VRS came in and. And that sort of thing. So uh, it's cool to to represent those um, you know organisations there. Obviously, we've got Cube Controls as well, um, uh, owned live and Race Tech Seats. Uh, so it's 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 really cool. It's similar to you know what you guys are talking about, where you're representing you know different um, organisations yeah. stuff. It's it's cool to have an avenue to do that and uh, and you know be able to I don't know, be a, a a small pretend race car driver and yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. pretend, I think pretend for us, but more legitimate for yourself. If you're on VRS, uh, yeah. you're doing something right. Uh, well, honestly, I, I feel like we could probably, I feel like we could probably talk to you for another, you know, hour, hour and a half. Um, so Let's do about, it. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah, well, how about this? You're going to win soon. Uh, okay. Yeah. Coda or Sonoma, Matt, get your bookings out. Yeah. We'll have one of those. We're going to have to have him when he wins. Um, and we could, we can continue the conversation, but, um, you know, really enjoyed having you. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Um, thank you so much for taking so much time out to speak with us. And I guess with that, you know, we're, uh, after the turns, Kansas edition is complete next week. It's going to be, are we doing one next week? Yeah, um, after I, rock. I rock at Talladega. So, okay. Well, we've all got a chance. Matt, will you, uh, Danson, will you be in that race or no? Uh, I don't know. Uh, to be confirmed. I don't know. Okay. We'll you don't have to do it. That'll just give us more of a chance. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, for us now, 
Uh, so uh, instead of instead of beating us, um, if not, just take solace in that. If you're busy, if that nap extends 15 minutes longer than it did last week, <laughs> you can't make it. That's totally fine. Um, sure. but, uh, excited to talk about that. That's a chance for me. Maybe one of us will win, and we could be our our own guest. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, again, thank you so much for your time. Um, third episode of After the Turns complete. Have a great uh, week, everybody, and we'll see you Monday night.